You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Happy Thursday, and I hope you'll make your plans right now to join us on one of our Eastside campuses this weekend as we kick off a new series called Road Trip, which summer is a great time to take a road trip, right? Campus locations and service times are on our website at eastside.com. This week, we've been unpacking what James, the brother of Jesus, teaches us in the book of James about the relationship between faith and works. And yesterday, we noted that he declared that faith by itself, if it's not a comp accompanied by action, it's dead. And today I want to begin with a question. When is a prostitute a good example to follow? And the answer is when her many sins have been wiped out by her demonstration of great faith in God. In James 2.21, James used the Jewish patriarch Abraham as an example of saving faith in action. Abraham was also lifted up as an example of great faith by the author of the book of Hebrews. He's considered the father of our faith. So one would expect his life of faith would serve as an example to follow. But here in James 2.25, James uses a Gentile prostitute named Rahab as an example of one who demonstrated genuine saving faith. And he writes, in the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction? Rahab lived in a pagan idol-worshiping culture, and her career choice was an obvious and flagrant violation of one of the Ten Commandments. And yet she was considered righteous. You're like, how could that be? A woman with an entirely shameful past is considered righteous before God? (laughs) Isn't grace amazing? Despite her sinful past, Rahab is also listed as an example of faith, both here in James chapter 2, also in chapter 11 of the book of Hebrews. The reason James says both Abraham and Rahab serve as examples of saving faith wasn't merely because of what they intellectually believed in their head, but because of what their belief led them to do with their lives. Their remarkable actions were evidence of their genuine saving Faith. Their lives were illustrations of faith that works. And James concludes chapter 2 this way in verse 26. He says, As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. I came across something interesting from a secular psychologist that addresses the belief beliefs of his patients that had no basis in reality. For instance, the patient may sincerely believe they could fly. That didn't mean anything because that belief is contradicted by reality. But the psychiatrist didn't use the word belief. He used the word delusion. When a belief, no matter how sincere, is not reflected in reality, it isn't a belief, it's a delusion. Biblically, you can't separate what you believe from how you live, or you're living in a world of illusion. Ultimately, your life reveals your true beliefs. True faith naturally leads to Christ-like action in the service of God and others. Now, I began our conversation with a theological question. Let me close it with a few more personal questions. Do you have a faith that works? How are you living out your faith? If your faith were put on trial, what would be exhibit A? Would someone point to your finances and how generous you are to help causes and people that are close to the heart of God? Would they point to the kind words you spoke to the discouraged colleague? Would they point to your service as a change maker and one of the ministries at Eastside or in the church that you're a part of? Would they point to the efforts you made to unleash compassion next door uh, in your community or globally by participating in a global trip or helping send someone on a global compassion trip? 
How our faith is going to express itself with actions will be different for each of us because we have different spiritual gifts. You and I have different spiritual passions, different skills and abilities, different callings, different opportunities presented to us. There are countless ways faith can work. As the Apostle Paul writes in Galatians 5, 6, he says, the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Where is your faith and love leading you to make a difference with your one and only life? Rahab reminds us, no matter what your past, God wants to and can use you when you step out in faith. God, thank you for including Rahab's story in the Bible. Thank you that um, through your grace, your, her imperfections could disappear and, and you could use her. You could use her life. You could activate her faith. And God, that's been my prayer all week long, that you would just activate our faith to action, that it wouldn't be something we just carry intellectually, but it would change our lives and change the way that we love. May we devote ourselves today to the greatest thing, faith expressing itself in love. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Catch you back here tomorrow. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. 